This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Life can be a roller coaster ride. We experience highs when life is exciting and euphoric, yet we also have lows when suffering and pain make it difficult to know God's purpose. In this week's message, Pastor Lavik will help us understand the connection between faith and suffering. Please stay with us. Have you ever had a time in your life where your faith in an infinite, all-loving, all-powerful God is hard to understand because you're going through great suffering or trials? Yet we persevere in faith, we cling to hope, and Jesus gives us the courage and the joy to continue our journey and hold on to God's promises. Let's pray together. Dear Lord God, when the challenges of life make it hard to continue, fill us with faith in your promises, in the truth of your word, in the spirit of Jesus with us and within us, so that we do not lose hope. Instead, God, give us courage and joy and peace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Our scripture today is recorded in Romans 5, 1 through 5. We read, Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have also obtained our introduction by faith into this grace in which we stand and we exult in hope of the glory of God. And not only this, but we also exult in our tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope. And hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who is given to us. The famous American evangelist Dwight L. Moody told the story about a Christian woman who was always bright, cheerful, and optimistic, even though she was confined to her room because of an illness. This woman lived in an attic apartment on the fifth floor of an old run-down hotel. A friend decided to visit her one day and brought along another woman, a person of great means, used to nice things in life. Since there was no elevator, the two ladies began the long climb to the fifth floor, the climb upward. 
When they reached the second floor, the well-to-do woman commented, What a dark and filthy place. Her friend replied, It's better higher up. When they arrived at the third floor landing, the remark was made, Things look even worse here. Again the reply, It's better higher up. When they reached the attic level, where they found the bedridden saint of God, she had a beautiful smile on her face, radiating a joy that filled her heart. Although the room was clean and there were flowers on the windowsill, the wealthy visitor couldn't contain herself about the stark surroundings and blurted out, It must be very difficult for you to be here like this. But without a moment's hesitation, this woman who was homebound replied, It will be better higher up. She was in a valley. She was at a tough stage of life. But she was not looking at her circumstances or the temporary things of this world. Her eyes of faith were fixed on the eternal she had found the secret of true satisfaction and contentment. Where did this homebound woman get her strength? It was from Jesus. She knew and believed that the spirit of Jesus was always with her and within her, and she clung to the promises of God's word, and therefore she was filled with hope, with courage with peace, and with joy. Have you ever had a time in your life journey where faith and suffering existed side by side? You've heard the saying, this world is not our home. For every believer in God who has given us Jesus Christ and filled us with the Spirit, this resonates as profoundly true. We're only visiting this planet. This world is not our home. Or as Paul writes, our citizenship is in heaven. John Donne, the well-known poet, once wrote, No need to send to see for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Or in the beloved Psalm 23, Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Yet faith in an all-powerful, all-loving God creates an expectation for God's blessings to come to us. And when we endure times of suffering, it can create a faith crisis. We might wrongly begin to think about God like a lucky rabbit's foot or a genie in a bottle. The truth is that God can richly bless us even though in this broken world we have suffering. In over three decades of being a pastor in Christ's church, I've never known a person or a family who hasn't experienced both euphoric great joy, but also times of deep sorrow, moments of accomplishment and tremendous victory, but also periods of great struggle 
and disappointment. Suffering, for any of us as human beings in this imperfect world, can be the result of our own careless choices, the cause-effect relationship of what we decide to do and how it determines an income into our future and impacts the people around us is undeniable. But sometimes our suffering comes only because life in this world is not always fair. We might suffer, though innocent. We might experience natural disaster, be in an accident, or have the sinful deeds of other people affect us adversely. We might experience physical pain, illness, accidents that have a permanent effect. Some of you have lost loved ones and stood by an open grave. Worse yet, some of you have lost a precious little child where the potential was still so significant. Others of us have gone through stormy relationships that never resolved we lived in the dissonance and the fighting. Emotionally, we might experience great depression or loneliness. Pain and suffering manifests itself in all kinds of ways. That's why we do well to understand the promise of Jesus in John sixteen thirty three. Jesus says, In this world you will have troubles, but be of good cheer for I have overcome this world. We begin to understand then how Job in the 23rd chapter of his book said, God, I don't see you. I look forward, you're not there. I turn around behind me, I don't see you. I look to my left, I look to my right, I don't see where you're at work. Then he says this, but God knows the way, my way that I walk. And when God has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Job's suffering was not a result of his foolish errors. Rather, Job was so righteous that Satan told God that the only reason Job was so good was because God had blessed him so much. So God gives Satan permission to put Job through adversity to test him. First, Job loses all his oxen and donkeys. Then he loses all his sheep. Then he loses all his camels. Then Job loses all his children. Yet Job worships God. And God says to Satan, see Job's integrity, see the strength of his faith. And Satan says, yes, but if you let me touch his flesh, he will no longer praise you. And God gives Satan permission to test Job further. Job loses his health. He has boils all over his body, itching. He has worms. His skin turns black. He has a constant fever. And his wife says to Job, why don't you curse God and die? But Job, in that infamous line, says, though he slay me, Yet will I praise him. How do we respond when our faith is under fire through suffering? Remember that verse in Romans 5? We even rejoice in our suffering. 
For we know that in suffering, God produces perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope, and hope does not disappoint, for the love of God is poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit given to us. Do you persevere when the going gets tough? That word perseverance to me is different than endurance. Endurance is when I hunker down under a winter blizzard and endure it until it blows over and then I come back out of my hovel. Perseverance to me suggests that I, in faith, keep moving forward with courage despite the adversity. So when we are in the midst of suffering, we need to pray for strength and courage. We need to pray for Jesus' spirit to be released into the context of our circumstances and then keep moving forward in faith, believing that God will help us and that God will deliver us. In those times of suffering, as we persevere, we can always make it our goal to seek to know God better. Somehow in the midst of suffering, as we keep moving forward in faith, we begin to understand the privilege of intimacy with God in a profound way deeper than ever before. But perseverance eventually shapes our character, proven character. So in our suffering, we should ask God to teach us and to shape our character into the image of Christ in the midst of our suffering. Steve Largent, decades ago, a retired wide receiver for the Seattle Seahawks football team, once said, I've learned that God is always more interested in my character than my comfort. Pain can be used by God to transform us. The word origin of proven character refers to soldiers who have been to battle and have been proven to be champions. May I be in times of great victory and adversity, God's champion, proven in my character. But also, The suffering and brokenness of this world convinces me that God alone is my hope. This world truly is not my home, and I am not strong enough to face God on my own. I'm going to put my hope in God. And in the midst of even difficult moments, I'm going to put it in the context of an eternal perspective. My present suffering will not last forever. And in my hope, I remember that Jesus has marked me as his very own child with the cross of Christ. You and I bear it as baptized believers, as an invisible tattoo upon our forehead and upon our heart that we belong to God. God said in Isaiah 49, See, I have engraved you. I have inscribed you on the palm of my hands. So my hope is in the truth that in faith my life is in God's hands. Also, God pours his love into me 
with the Holy Spirit. Psalm 139 says, If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. Even there your hand will lead me, and your right hand will lay hold of me. For even the darkness is not dark to you, O Lord. The cross of Jesus Christ is a wonderful symbol of the love of God and the promise of the forgiveness of sins for all believers in Jesus' name. But the cross also clearly witnesses to me that no matter how dark the journey of life, God whispers to us and says that in the midst of what we cannot understand, he is right there with us. So even in the darkness, we reach up our hand in faith and clasp the hand of God, and God holds me fast in my suffering. James Bjorgi, the gifted Lutheran preacher and author, in his book Living Without Fear, wrote, A 91-year-old man wrote a letter to my father many years ago that had these lines penned with his feeble hand. I realize that my days are almost up. I look on the trees along the street that stand there almost naked, barely a leaf left. I said to myself, you are like them. There are not many leaves left, and then you'll be laid away. I can't get around anymore because of fainting spells I had in the past 20 years coming back. This poor old temple held for a long time, but finally the lack of strength has laid me up. So here I am, set on the shelf, pushed back as far as will go. But don't think that I am alone. No, my heavenly Father, who has stood by me these ninety-one years, stands by me now. He is wonderful. Here I am today rejoicing in the Lord. If I had a thousand lives yet to live, I should hold on to my Savior's hand all the more. Nothing is better in this world. So, friend, I will see you in the morning when the sun shall never set, and we shall see him, and we shall be like him. So then, until then, keep looking up. That 91-year-old Christian believer, in the midst of the realities of the suffering of this world, still held on to Easter hope. Job said, When God has tried me, I shall come forth as gold. But Job also said, I know that my Redeemer lives. And when this life is over and my body is no more, then I shall see God. May God fill you with strong faith and with hope and with joy in his promises, his love, and his presence. Amen. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you came to the earth and became a man and therefore understand all our struggles, all our doubts, all our fears, and what it is to endure pain. Yet, Jesus, we thank you that you went to the cross, that you died for the sins of the world and for my sins, 
And we thank you that on the cross, you whisper to us that you will never leave us or forsake us, even in our deepest darkness. So Jesus, we ask you to continue to fill us with your Holy Spirit so that we might have faith and courage and joy as we walk day by day with you until time in this world ends and we shall see you in the fullness of your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now hear this blessing. May the God of hope fill us with joy and peace in believing, so that we may abound in hope, and filled with the Holy Spirit, live as the servants and witnesses for Jesus Christ all the days of our life. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You have been worshiping with the radio and internet ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray today's message has encouraged you to live without fear as you persevere in your sufferings and are filled with faith, hope, and joy as you sing with Job, I know that my Redeemer lives. Christian Crusaders currently broadcast on 29 radio stations across the United States, on the World Wide Web, and on shortwave radio across North America and Europe. Please consider, if you are in a position to do so, sending a gift to help cover production and broadcast costs of these stations. In this way, you become a partner in providing a Sunday worship service to those who need to hear the gospel message. We thank each of you for your gifts and prayers. Today's service is also available to be read or heard anytime on the Internet. Please make time to visit our website at christiancrusaders.org. CDs and printed copies of today's program are available free of charge. However, a gift to help defer production and mailing cost is always appreciated. Address your request to Christian Crusaders, Post Office Box 522, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We are pleased you chose to worship with us today, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting our service was the Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa and associate speaker on Christian Crusaders, now in its 81st year of continuous Sunday worship broadcasting.